Good evening, church, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. My name's Cole. I'm the pulpit minister here at Central Church of Christ, and this is Dan Spath. He's one of our elders. And here at Central Church of Christ, it's our mission to be God's heart and hands in this community and beyond. If you'd like to learn more about what that means, I want to encourage you to go over to our website at www.churchvictoria.com, or you could check us out at facebook.com slash vctchurch. If you're listening to this on the Heart and Hands podcast, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you're watching this uh, via YouTube, make sure you're subscribed and you have the bell turned on so you get notified every time we upload a video. And if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure to like and share and leave a comment. That really helps us out. Um, this evening, we're going to be in Exodus chapter 14. We're going to be picking it up in verse 13. Uh, and I'm real excited to get into the text. Yeah, it's, it's we stopped text. it sp specifically last week because, you know, we couldn't, we knew this has to be done all the way through. That's right. And there was yeah. no way we had time to go all the way through. So we said, you know, we'll stop it and do part two today. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's really um, fun. If this ministry has blessed you in any way and you'd like to partner with us as we seek to teach the gospel of Christ, I want to encourage you to head over back back over to our website. And at the top of the page, there's a donate button there. Any gift that you send is, is greatly appreciated. And you can be you can rest assured that it will go to teaching and preaching the gospel. Absolutely. Uh, let's pray, brother. All let's right. get into it. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the opportunity we have to once again sit down and study together and 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 strive to glean some truth from, from your word. We pray, Father, your blessings on us as we do that. We pray for the, our audience that they will that they will listen and intently and they will understand and and that something we say might help in some way in their life. Father, we pray that uh, all of us will will strive to to go in a direction that we'll have a hunger for the truth and a hunger for the love for the truth. And we pray, Father, that you help to help to foster that and nurture that in our lives, in every one of our lives. Thank you for the opportunity and be with each one of us as we as we struggle through this life. So much thing, so many things going on in our lives that that we don't have any answers for. Sometimes when you show up, it just doesn't seem plausible. And I thank you, Father, for that. Thank you for being as powerful as you are. It's in and 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 accomplishing the things you can accomplish in our lives. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're in Exodus chapter 14, and we're going to be in verse 13. But you know, just to recap, Pharaoh, the Egyptians, the Israelites, they've gone through God's 10 course Bible, Bible course, correspondence course. course. They've been through it. Um, they've been through the ringer. He's turned Egyptian society completely up on its head. Now he's led the well, people. Well, a lot of a lot of their whole livelihood, their whole their whole makeup as as Egyptians is gone. Yeah, I mean, he has decimated their 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 livelihood. He's decimated their commerce. I mean, it's it's turned them. You know, their their spirituality has been decimated. You can't. You we don't even know what the average people. We just know what Pharaoh and, and his officials are doing. But the average people, what must they be thinking? You know, hailstorms have come, locusts have come. You know that you know people have gotten sick. The water's turned to blood. I mean, there's there's nothing. I mean, they've got to be looking around, and be like shell shocked. And now, well, now all these people have died. And then now, now all of a sudden, a million, two million folks just left town. Just left town. Poof, they're gone. Goshen's a ghost town, man. <laughs> the, all the all the fancy farms and stuff that were there. That's all over. It's gone. And, you know, their pyramids are in half. They're half built, you know, they're going to have to go out and get some more slaves somewhere. And their whole lot, whole thing, a whole world is, is upside down. And, and the Egypt and the Israelites, their whole world has changed into something brand new. I mean, they, they're now out in the wilderness being led by a pillar of cloud, a pillar of fire. And it looks like for them, you know, because we've read already that the Lord is leading them, mm -hmm. but he's not leading them the way that you would think, right? We're going, we're supposed to be going to this promised land. They probably have an idea of where it is. 
maybe. And, and, well, maybe. no, I, th I think they probably. You I think, think that tradition is probably being kept. Oh, well, yeah. maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. Because this well, was the same land that Abraham. Because remember do. what Stephen says about Moses, right? He had, he had, he thought he was going to deliver them when he killed that first Egyptian, right? Yeah. In Acts chapter uh, seven eight, when Stephen talks about that. Um, so mo obviously they had this in mind and they took the bones of Joseph with Joseph with them. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they've kept some of these traditions alive, yeah. certainly. Yeah. So they, they probably do. And I'm just saying, if they do know where they're going, right. Think about it. Right. I know if I want to go to Quero, I've got to get out there and get on the Quero highway and head to mm -hmm. head that way. Right. So if I'm going to Quero, I shouldn't be on 59. You know, 59 is another highway. It goes to Houston, right? 59 is not how you get there. So think about it. They're headed that way, right? They're headed the way they think they, or they yeah, think but, they should go this way. But you have way. to remember something, okay? They've been in captivity for 400 years. Mm -hmm. They've been indoctrinated by the Egyptian people, mm -hmm. okay? They don't have maps. They don't have Twitter. They don't have Facebook. They don't have, they don't have a, they don't have a phone where they can, they can, you know, Google Earth right. and know where to go. Right. I can remember when you first got here. You didn't have an idea. You didn't know where Quero was. They didn't have a clue. No. You didn't know where Houston was. You mean, well, you know, we, yeah. we came home from one of the deals. I was riding with him going, why is he going this way? <laughs> and we were way around the loop. And he said, I said, why'd you go there? Because that's the only way I know. I said, let me show you a faster one. <laughs> but, but, you know, these folks, and you just come from out of town is all right. And you have all that stuff. So I would I would bet that most of them probably don't know where they're going. They know they're going to the promised land, but they really don't know where it's at. Well, but, but think about it from this perspective. Let's say they don't know where they're going, right? But where they definitely don't want to be is stuck between Egypt and a sea. Because no, then they can't run that, away. That, and so, God has planted them in a trap. And he has planted them there. And so they're in a trap. Th well, they may not know, hey, weren't we supposed to, to get off at this exit? Like they may not know that, you know, okay, they may not know that, but they certainly know, wait a minute. Now, Moses may have known when this when because they've been led from the beginning. And Moses is, is dutiful, do you know he's doing his duty. He is letting God lead him, and he probably knew. We should have gone that way. That, that's the exit over there. That, that's the exit. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, God. Hey, did we miss a turn? Yeah. <laughs> you, God, are we going, are to, going here? We're going to the promised land, right? <laughs> where, where are we going to the promised land? It's that way. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, he did Look. go to Midian. Yeah. He did, he did run away and he did know where to go. So, but I would say, you know, and, and being a leader, you know, he's got to be very, very uh, tough for him. You know, he's, he's leading. He really doesn't know what's going on either. He he's watched this guy do these 10 lesson correspondence courses, and now he's got a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire in front of him. Leading them. Taking leading them. them. Yeah. yeah and, this is, and this is my question, right? So why don't we have to be afraid when God has the wheel? Do what now? When why don't we have to fear when God has the wheel? Oof. Because he's got the wheel right now. Well, we're not supposed to fear. I understand that, but why not? Why? I mean, look, they're they they can they're not blind. They realize there's a sea on this side and the Egyptians. You've got kids on this side. Whoa, 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 back up. How many times we have talked about this? You've got kids. You know how many times your kids do the same thing over and over and over when you've told them not to do it and you told them what the consequence is going to be. They know what the consequence is going to be and sure. they still do it. Why? Why? Why do they do that? Because they're children, just like us. Because we're children. Because, you know, we, we, we have no confidence. Well, and, and I understand that the inclination is to be afraid. My question is, why shouldn't we be? Well, because God's got the wheel. Because God's in charge. Because we've watched yeah, but, him work before. But, Dan, does he know what he's doing? Huh? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Are you sure? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Okay. I absolutely know. Now, when I was your age, uh, and I had been in a, a Christian, you know, I didn't know what I believed. I didn't know, you know, is God really, does he, is he really out there? I don't know. Is he really out? And, you know, life experiences have taught me, you know, to trust. I think faith grows as we grow older and as we grow through situations. I think that's what the scriptures tell us. Our faith grows by the things that happen in our lives. These folks mm-hmm. are new and they're babies and their faith is going to grow. Now, are they going to get out? So many of them are going to die violently because they would not do what God told them to do. The one thing that faith is, faith tells me, is as I learn this stuff, I've got to apply it in my life. That's what faith is. And so, you know, I put got a note here that says the solution seems unbelievable to the, because what the solution is, just be still. Read, read a couple of verses. Look what he, look sure. what they said. Look, read 13. Verse 13. Yeah. So we're going to be in Exodus 14. This is verse 13. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, will you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Just be still. We're trapped. There's a sea and mountains and Egyptians. Where are we going to go? We can't go that way because the Egyptians are there. We can't go that way because the sea's there. And we can't go that way because it's the desert. What are we going to do? We're trapped. Moses, hey, dude, did you not know what you were doing? <laughs> what, what are you, a boob? Well, there's, a, there's this pillar of fire or smoke out yeah. in front of you. Where's that thing going, right? Yeah, what's that thing all about? <laughs> you know, we don't even know what that's about. You know, you, maybe you need to make a phone call, call God for a minute and just say, hey, dude, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and, and then he says, just, and remember, God's not talking to them. He's talking to Moses and Moses is telling them, just be still and watch. Well, then he said, then look at what he tells him. He said, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Move on where? You know, he said, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea. On- what? 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 Wait, they, he says, tell them to get moving. Moving to where? Where are we going to yeah, go? That didn't seem like a viable It doesn't seem plausible, me. does it? Something, and I prayed while I said, God help us. Man, sometimes it doesn't seem plausible. What your answers don't seem, it seemed nuts to us. You know, people die. You know, we've got people here today. You know, we got Bobby sitting over there in the room, you know, with Lee over there. And he lost his wife. You know, does it seem like that maybe God was involved and, and he lost his wife? To, you know, I don't know. But the solutions that we come up with don't seem plausible sometimes. You know, we got Pam Merton, who's just baptized into Christ. She met she met Tim at a at an I think an insurance place. He walked out and Tim started talking to her. You know, she just lost her husband to the coronavirus just a, a, a few months before. Does it seem plausible that maybe God intervened because her hearts were right? And and God, you know, I don't know. You know, Roy was is gone. My son, my grandson Clifford's gone. What's God doing? I don't know, but I trust him. I trust him. I know that what he's doing is for my good. I don't have to know why. I don't have to know how. You know, but it took a long time for me to get that place where I said, just be still. You know, okay. I'm just going to And, how, and how often, I mean, that's, I talk to people all the time. You know, I talk to people I've studied with who've put on Christ all the time. And this is, this is always a major issue is trusting God in the yeah. midst of the storm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a major, this is, this is. Let me, I'll tell you. There are scriptures out there that don't make any sense. Romans chapter 1 makes no sense sometimes when you're a baby Christian. It says, everything that you can learn about me, my divine nature, my eternal power, is clearly seen by, by, from what has been made so that men are without excuse. 
doesn't make any sense. You know, until you've lived long enough and seen some of the things that God has made and marveled at what he's made. Marveled at a butterfly. Marveled at, at, the, at, the, at the, the intricate detail of a rose. You know, marvel at some, it as you get, as, as you quit going 900 miles an hour, like you and Jessica and your family does, because you got kids you're raising, you're going, you know, all over the place, helter skelter, and you can calm down and just sit down and just relax for a minute and just be still. And you can say, wait a minute, now I understand what you're talking about. Mm. Now I see it. Wow. Woo, man. Can you imagine walking through? Because it says, it says, he said, he says here, he said, I'm a, he said, raise your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. Wow. They're going to go. You think that's a little scary? Two big walls of water on both sides. Egyptians over here, walls of water. And you're looking at this thing, and you look at the water, and saying, "Nah, not me, man." Well, and then the ground is dry. Yeah. Like, what, what's that about? Yeah. Like, what? yeah. So, and he said, and he <laughs> like, said, what? "I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, so they will go in after them, and I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through the chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I'm the Lord when I gain glory through the Pharaoh, the chariots, and his horsemen." You know, he doesn't said yet what he's going to do. And said, really, what he's going to do? He said, oh, I'm going to gain glory. Okay, what does that mean? We're going to be walking. The, the dry ground is going to give you glory. What? What? Can you imagine walking through as 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 Scott or or your one of your little girls walking through there? Mm. You know, you know what I'd want to do? Mm. Poke my finger in the water. <clears throat> I've said that many times, but that's 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 my mindset. I'd want to poke my finger in the water. I want I want to go <laughs> just to see if it was real. Yeah, I I would. You know, and my mom or my dad or somebody would be like, get back over here. Well, and it, it's so, Im the whole, the whole thing is so improbable, right? So first he's going to make, he's going to make a pathway through this sea. That's improbable, right? It doesn't make any sense. But then once that is done and you see that, surely the ground would not be dry. Mm -hmm. That's improbable. I see, mean, this is the whole thing doesn't make any see, sense. This, our, we, we grew up in a world that's matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Okay. This happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. And we don't look at it from a perspective of that there's a higher power because our world's not teaching us that. Right. That our parents are teaching and churches are teaching that. But the world, that there's a, we, we, we're, we pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps and we, we you know, we. Cause and effect in yeah, this way. Yeah. This person died well, it was an accident. You know, that's what it, well, and, but we don't, we don't really process the idea that God's in control. God's taking care of, God's doing this because it doesn't sound plausible to us. It comes by faith and faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's words, what he says. Right. And God says, and without that kind of faith, it's impossible to please him. Well, and that's, and that's really what faith is. It's not about not having evidence. No, our, our world wants to try to argue that yeah. faith is mm -hmm. about not having yeah. evidence. That's not true. Faith is about knowing what God said and believing in it and trusting in mm -hmm. it and standing on it and living on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was Eve had no faith. Yeah. When the enemy said what the enemy said in the garden and Eve said, oh, yeah, you're right. That that was temptation. But then when she believed the enemy over God, she believed the lie over the truth. That's but she, it just she, shows that's who we are. But, but we do that. Yeah, you know, we do the, that. There's some stuff here that people we, we know that God split the sea. We know that he, they walk through. We know what happens next. But there he's he now there's details here. And most people have never read this. Listen to what he says. Then the angel of the God who had been traveling in front of Israel's army withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them. So it's not just a pillar of cloud here. The angel of God has been with them the whole time. That's very comforting because I know what, what Hebrews chapter 1 says. Verse 14 says. It says, aren't 
angels, all ministering spirits, sent to minister to those who will inherit eternal life. Hmm. That's what it says. We have a we have a twisted view of what of what spirituality and and what the afterlife and you know we got th thank the Discover Channel for that because <laughs> some of the nonsense they put out there, you know, about angels. The, th that's very clear. Angels are ministering spirits. Here's a ministering spirit. You can debate all day long who the angel of God. I don't care. It's just there's an angel that God sent. Whoever it is, it doesn't make any difference to me. I don't right. care. You know, the angel of God was there and a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. They are completely protected and completely surrounded. And he says, he says, it moved and stood behind, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout, listen to this, throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side. So neither went near the night, the other all night long. You know, you got this pillar, of, this pillar of cloud, and on one side it's dark, and on the other side it's light, and they're they're in constant daylight, and they're in the constant nighttime, pitch dark, dark so dark you can feel. Remember, remember yeah. the darkness mm -hmm. that came to Pharaoh. Can you imagine Pharaoh going, "Uh oh, I've been through this. Before. I've been through this before. <laughs> I felt this dark before." You know, because he and he said, he said, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry ground. The waters were, it says the waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. You know, it's amazing to me. And that's why I wrote this, this, this note down. It says the solution seems unbelievable. So does our solutions in our life. You took my grandson. He's 13. What, what was, what was that about? Why in the world did you do that? That was my questions. You know, I'm going, why, what are you thinking? That, why would you do that to us? Why would you do that to this church? I don't have any idea. I don't have the answers yet. Roy died in a in a in a horrific accident, and he's dead. I get a phone call from his daughter, and his daughter's screaming on the other side, crying. She's beside herself. You know, her daddy is dead. And I'm going, what? Man, he's the patriarch of the eldership. What are we going to do now? We grew up. We grew up. It's what had to happen. You know, I mean, it, it's. You know, God's got a plan, even whether you understand it or not. So do you. You're fixing to go to a, uh, to a conference Monday, Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to fly out of Houston. Your kids have any idea what's going on? Nope. They have a clue what's going on that next week is going to be up in an upheaval for them. They have a clue? Nope. Do you? Are you going to bother to tell them? Nope. Why not? I got this stuff. Do yeah, you got they, yeah, they are they know. are they taken care of? <laughs> yeah, are you taken, taken care, care of? of yeah. They're going to their grandparents' house. That's right. They're gonna be there for a week. You're gonna leave yeah. the car, so they got car seats. Your grand your your parents have everything they need. Yep. Right? And y'all gonna get on an airplane, which is just a few blocks down from, from their house, and you're gonna get on an airplane and fly to love. That's right. Spend a week there and then fly back. That's right. And and your and your kids are gonna yeah, and you have every confidence because you've taken care of because there's a wall of water on one side, wall of water on the other, <laughs> and dry ground, and they're gonna be completely fine. And the enemy is gonna be at bay, right? Yep. Why? Because you said so. Mm. Because because you took care of them. You took you you took care of it. You didn't. You're not gonna leave them at home by themselves. No. No. Well, you could. I mean, I could. I'm not going to. <laughs> well, God, God's not going to either. Right. He's not gonna leave me at home by myself. Is right, he? because God, God is a much better parent than I am. You know, I mean, if I, I can mean, do that, if I mean, I if, you talk, this, if you talk to Bobby and Pam, you know, the the death in their life was a turning point. I would think what wouldn't it was in my life, the turning point. It made me see life from a different perspective. I had to I had to move from one perspective to another. Thank God for the church. God showed up.
Is God not there? He's not showing up? Isn't there a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire and an angel of God in between me and the enemy? Absolutely. You said yeah, you said the other day, you said, as what do you do? Something about God standing on a mountain. I said he does that every day. Yeah. Every day he shows up. He's here all the time. You know, and he's doing things that don't make any sense. Well, the church forget. I'd say, I'd say the, it's easy to forget that sometimes. I'm going to say the church forgets that, but it's easy to forget that sometimes. But Christ promised us in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, I've been given all authority under heaven and earth. That's right. Go, yeah. make stops all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And lo, I am with you always, even until the That's end right. of the age. And and it says in, in John chapter 10 that he said, I have authority to lay my life down and take it up. It has been given to me by the Father. That's right. I have that authority. And I can choose to lay it down and take it back up. Yeah. He is our he he is the he is the the savior, he's the protector, he is the one who's dividing the sea and giving us dry ground to walk on. That's right. Even though we don't understand how that wall of water stands, I don't care. I don't have to know. I just have to know that God's there and God's doing it. And that's what they and he said, and it says, and what are the Egyptians gonna do? Because they're so caught up with their mm. with their with their with their evilness. We said the Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. That sounds like the logical thing to do, right? Doesn't it sound logical to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there, but when you, but when you're caught up with the emotions of life, I mean, it thought it seemed like a plausible thing for me to shake my fist at God when Cliff died. Mm. I went right where Satan wanted me to go. Mm. Okay, I crawled right into that place. And I was angry. I was angry. How dare you? You know, it didn't last very long. You know, I came to my senses pretty quick. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember stories like this. It didn't seem probable. I don't have to understand why he does what he does. Mm. I don't have to understand it. You know, if we're going to get through any of this, if we get through the, the trauma and the, and, the, and the opening of the sea in our life, we're going to get through this. We have to trust him. We have any choice. Look at the world. Look at the world. What's happening to them? They're falling apart. People are getting sick and they're screaming and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're losing their mind. They get they get a, a common cold and a runny nose and they're losing their minds. You know? Come on. You know? I mean, what what happened well, to our, and, our trust? And what and when my life becomes all about now, that's the reaction. There there is, any any right. any possible I mean I mean, think about it. You know. It's not like this thing isn't killing people, right? It is. Mm -hmm. And that's killed very small compared to our population. It hasn't even killed 1%, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a very small number. It's still a lot of people, okay? I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not saying it can't be lethal for people. But it, the way it strikes, some people get it, don't have any problem. Some people get it and die. Mm -hmm. And so it's like this crazy Russian roulette situation, right? Where we just don't know. We don't know what's coming. And so when your life is all wrapped up, though, in the here and now and my my pleasure or, you know, my family or whatever, it's all wrapped up in the here and now, something that threatens like that, that can strike out of nowhere, right? It's terrifying. And because when when you don't have an understanding of someone in control, my That's wife right. yesterday, we were talking, I was telling her about a, a, a conversation I had with somebody about the vaccine and, 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 and all of that. And you know where I stand and, and you know, and the, we're, yeah, not, yeah. we're not going to get into it. But she said, you know, if I get this thing and it kills me, how's that a bad thing? How's that a bad thing? She said, so what? 
But that's someone who has their mind wrapped around the mindset that God is really calling the shot. You can't threaten a Christian with no, heaven. No, that's what Be Betty Ruth used to say. You can't threaten a Christian with heaven. That's you right. Know? What yeah. a wonderful lady. Yeah, it was wonderful. I'm yeah, looking so forward to seeing her again. I am too. I can't wait to see her. I can't wait to see my grandson too. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and Roy and you know I, and and you know we talked about Roxy the other day and you guys didn't have the privilege of knowing her. It was a, it was amazing. Uh, she had she was born with scoliosis, uh, mm. and it and it was uh, and it knew it was eventually was going to kill her. And and the one thing she told me that she wanted, I told my class this the other day. The one thing she told me, we were sitting at Rockport. We were sitting on a steps on a at a at a, at a, a room that we rented. We we invited her to come eat with us, and she was in Rockport at the time. And uh, and she came over and said, Dan, you know what I want? She said, I want to be able to run through a field of flowers. She done that. She got to do that because she couldn't, she could barely walk. You know, she could, she couldn't, she couldn't drive hardly, you know, at the end, it was very difficult for her. So, but you know, anyway, look, look, look what it says here. So we can get this thing finished. He said, uh, uh, uh it says that the Egyptians pursued them and all Pharaoh's horses. And it it's goes verse there. 23. Dur yeah. And then verse 24, during the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptians. Wait a minute. Now the Lord's here. <laughs> okay, yep. and he said he looked, and the Egyptian threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariot so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptian said, "Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt." He's been you doing think? that from day one. <laughs> you, think, you, they just figured this out, you know. And, and I'd laugh at that, but God, man, we do that. You know, we, you know, we, we, we act like knuckleheads, and then we figure out. Wait a minute. Maybe God's really here. Maybe he really showed. And I think the longer we go and the, and the, the older we get, I think the more our faith grows. I, and I think I look at younger people and, I'm, and I think, and I see them and I, and I, and I, and I watched you and, and Jessica and I'm thinking, you guys are not going to always think like this. There's going to come a day when you're going to look around and say, God, man, was I a boob. Man, was I was a boob. Because I, like, I thought like a 30-year-old, like a 35-year-old. One of these days you're going to be 50. And you're going to look around and say, man, it is not what I thought, you know, even the, even the, the, the millennial nonsense. <laughs> We're going to get you using the cash app and PayPal before TV. Hey, you know, and, and it's a lot of that's good. And, you know, it is a good thing. I love what we're doing here. That would not have happened if you had not come. I don't believe that we we didn't have the we didn't have the vision the foresight to do that because you're here that's why we're doing what we're doing and a lot of people I don't know how many but a lot of people are benefited by by us well doing and it's not just me there's so many brother good brothers and sisters here that were in, that have been involved I mean this is oh even yeah, yeah, yeah. this room is a is a is a testament to the the dedication yeah. of brothers and sisters yeah. in the church so, here, so. And, and he says he says that uh, uh, then the Lord said to Moses stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and the chariots and the horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. The, now, if you watch movies stuff, it makes it look like the the last Israelite is is getting up on the bank just as the first Egyptians getting there. That's not the way this was. You know, God had him, had them stuck in the mud and stuck out there with the wheels all all broken, <laughs> falling apart, and the chariots falling apart. You know. Because he had them right where he wanted them. He had them in the middle of that ocean, and he is fixing to take care of Egypt forever. Have you ever seen an army on the move? No. Not, okay. No. So I, I have. Mm -hmm. I've been a part of that. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time. I mean, it takes a long time for soldiers, to, so, trained, you know, mm -hmm. trained, physically fit soldiers to walk any distance. Like it, it, takes them, it takes a second. It's not like yeah, that. Yeah. This, this process took a long time for 
a million people, right? It was 600,000 men, not counting women and children. So it was a million people, 1.5 million, you know, somewhere I've, in there. I've heard people say it could have been up as, as high as a half, one and a half to two million. So 600,000 people walking along the bottom of the sea, right? Even on dry ground, that takes a hot minute. Yeah. And they're in chariots and horses and all this stuff. And they're trying to overcome them. God's jamming the wheels and everything. I mean, this is this is a long process. What's in the way, too? What what's in that path? Is there rocks? Is there boulders? There, I don't know. What what's there? But this wasn't over. My point is, this wasn't over quick. No. How long did they walk from this side to this? Side? I mean, it doesn't tell he us. Said, he said he he confounded them all night long. And that was said. He said he said uh, uh, they had difficult uh, jam the wheels of their chariots. So they had difficulty driving the chariots. Let's get away from the Egyptians. Uh, uh, it, it, I thought saw it one place that said. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down. Uh, I don't know. The waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with wall and water. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't, it doesn't, it tells us that all night long the Lord drove the sea, but it really uh -huh. doesn't tell us how long it took the Israelites no. to get point A to no. point B. And my point is, even if they only walked a mile, getting one and a half million people to walk a mile, that takes a while. Yeah, it does. That yeah. It's, there's yeah. no reason why, yeah. aside from the Lord, yeah. That these the Egyptians weren't able to catch up with the Israelites, and that's my point. Yeah, let let uh, let's skip a little bit because what happens is God says, "Put your hand and the and the waters go back over top of them." That's okay. verse twenty eight. Yeah, and then if you look at verse twenty nine, said, "But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left." That day, the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord. Displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses, his servant. You know? They're going to go back from that. I, yes, they will. They, They're going to go back. But so that. do we, Cole. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just saying, man, this is what has to happen and we learn. And and our learning is your children, your children well, are learning. There's, but there's a difference. They're going to go back. They're not going to learn from this. They're right now. And that's, and I see this happen with, with, with Christians. We see the Lord work and we go, oh my gosh, that's great. But then the next time the next trial comes along, they but don't we, trust. But, but we are learning. That's the whole that's the whole thing. We are learning. But, that's, but that's the tension. I know. I, it and it's and it's frustrating. And Paul tells us not to be like these people. Yeah, I know it's frustrating. But that is who we are. That's what happens. We sure. we learn from our mistakes. We learn as we as God has to punish and discipline. That's what your children, your children, you know, to be a parent, you have got to do what parents do. And that's is that is love and discipline and nurture and train them. And some of that is difficult. Some of it's it's difficult for them, it's difficult for us. That's what God's doing. You know, he you know, and some children are gonna do what? They're gonna be obedient and they're gonna grow up in in a, in a great way, and some are not. That's just the way it is, man. That's the way it's always been. And some of us are going are gonna to be faithful and some are not. God's going to train us all the same. He loves us all the same. He doesn't want us to perish. He tells us that. But some are going to perish because they choose to. These folks are going to choose to go away from God, even though they right now they fear him. And this is the first step of learning. How many lessons do, do we do, are you willing to give your kids before you give up and say, I'm through training? Oh, man. You see? Yeah. So, you know, they're going to go away from this, but God's never going to stop. He's going to have to put them in captivity again. Yeah. And well, because they, you know, and they're going to do some despicable stuff. God is ever faithful. Yeah. That was the lesson we learned in Genesis. Yeah. Abraham and, you know, Abraham wasn't faithful a lot. Yeah. And, but God was faithful. Well, you know, I think that, I think it's a great story about the beginning of them 
trying to learn. Some of them will. Yeah. Their children will learn. Their, their children, children will, will, their will children. learn. Uh, and maybe that's what has, maybe there's things that have to happen to some of us so that our children can learn. I don't know what God's plan. I have no idea. I have no idea how he's pulling all this stuff off. I have no idea, but I know I want to be a part of it. And I don't, I don't have to understand it all. I don't have to understand how the wall of water is on one side and on the other side. And I don't have to understand how the grounds are. I don't have to understand it. I don't care anymore. I used to, I don't anymore. I just know that God did it. And I'm going to, if I stay faithful to him and, and let my faith grow, and that means teaching others, being, being focused, trying to stop the things that I do that I'm not supposed to do. You know, if I do that, then God is faithful and he loves me as my, his child and he's going to take me home. And I'm going to get to run with Roxy. I'm going to get to see Cliff. And I'm going to get to see Roy and all those people that I don't even know. People that I don't even know that are there. I have no idea who might be there. People from somewhere else are going to come up and, and I don't know. We're going to be friends. I don't have, know how it's going to be, but I know I want to be there because the alternative stinks. Being afraid and walking away from God stinks. That's not, that's not an option. So we're just not going to do that. That's all right. Anyway, let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the opportunity we've had to be here. Uh, we pray, Father, that you would teach us over and over and over uh, as we stumble, as we as we uh, strive to do good and we don't. We strive to be faithful and, and sometimes we're unfaithful. Uh, as we strive to be uh, to be uh, uh, adding these things to our lives and then we don't. Father, be patient with us as we as we move forward, as we're striving to do the right things. Continue to teach us, Father, and continue to guide us and continue to grow us up. As we uh, as we move forward, Father, and be with be with Cole and and his family as they as they travel, uh, keep them safe and watch over them, Father, and bless us all in the church as we move forward, striving to do what you call us to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.